forever. Dog. We're menacing and terrifying. We are menacing and terrifying. And we're ter- I think that's also inherent to the, the t- I mean, I don't think it was intentional, but I think when we came up with the title, I, I think that because even remember Paul Shear was like, I was terrified of you, Tom. Yeah. And I've heard that before that I'm intimidating. And honestly, I kind of dig it. No, you are intimidated. I'm still scared of you. Good. Every day I'm scared. That's because I send you texts. I mm-hmm. text you photos of myself mm-hmm. licking knives. Yes. And I'm just like, do you like the taste of knives? You know, that one text I sent you, which was a video of me mm-hmm. with a switchblade. And yeah. I, I clicked it, but it was a comb and I just combed my hair. Mm-hmm. Was that terrifying or did, was there a certain relief to it? It was because it was scary because you were just like, at first you're just like, oh, what are, you, what are you doing, kitty cat? What are you doing? And then you're like, you know what happens to uh, kitty cats, right? They get they groomed. Get cut. And then you started combing your hair. You're like, Chick. and I was like, oh, what a relief. They get, they get a trim. And then I started trimming my bangs because that's what you do. You take a comb and then you trim it. With the comb and the pair of scissors. Have you ever trimmed your bangs, Tom? Yeah, my bangs. There's more of a chance of me uh, trimming Lance Bangs' hair than me having bangs. And I would give Lance Bangs a haircut. I'm it would be at his risk. I just his, pictured you draping a cape, a drape cape. Over Lance Bangs. And going, what are we thinking? Looking at him in the yeah. mirror, touching his head, looking yeah. in the mirror, going, what are we thinking today? And then kind of scrunching it with your fingers and going, I feel like having fun. Yeah. And then I just take out a, I take out a razor and just go, that's my idea of fun. And you go, get your ass out of here. Yeah. You got a reverse mohawk now. That's my idea of fun. Boys, get him out of here. And then the goons that work at my salon throw you out on the street. They take your wallet. Yeah. I act like the most accommodating hairstylist. And I'm just like... So do you have any reference photos, anything you want to show? I was like, oh, that's a great idea. I think let's just have fun with it today. Do you want to have fun with it today? And all of a sudden, like the armrests, they're like, there's metal cuffs that come in and like cuff you to the armrest like you're in the electric chair. Yeah. And I go, this is my idea of fun. Boys, get him out of here. But then then the Tom Sharpling reverse mohawk becomes all the rage and there's a line down the block. Everyone wants one. And then I just start saying like, oh, you want the reverse mohawk? That'd be fun, huh? And then they they go, yeah, that'd be fun. I think it looks fun. Like, all right, let's have some fun. And then I just like take out a can of spray paint and I spray their face (laughs) 
green. And I go, that's my idea of fun now. Get <laughs> him out of here. on the cover of Makeup Monthly and it's like Sharpling yeah. moves into makeup now. Yeah. And then the line around the block gets twice as long. Oh, yeah. Then it's at the Oscars and then Charlize Theron comes on stage with her face spray painted green. <laughs> In a reverse mohawk and says, the nominees are for best man, Tom Sharpling. Yeah. That's it. And then get up here, USOB. <laughs> you did it. This now, is you know like, what? Speaking yeah. of doing it, mm. Julie, mm. first of all, let me say, speaking of bangs, your hair looks amazing. Thank you so much. You're the first one who's. Who noticed that I, I got it done while amazing. you were while you were away and no one said a damn it. thing except for you. Thank you. I love it. Thanks. It brings you know, you're not supposed to compare things to things because then mm-hmm. people get upset about it. But it's like. I feel like I'm talking to uh, Tracy Lords and Crybaby. Oh, that's the best compliment ever. She's yes. the prettiest. I've never seen anyone sexier or prettier than her in that but movie. That's what that's that's the evoking that you're doing today thank you thank you so much and i know you're you know you can't even give a woman a compliment these days you can't even give a woman a compliment look i went into the to the ladies changing room (laughs) i went into marshall's into the marshall's changing room i tried to tell them they look good and then i I get in trouble I kick open the door with my foot because these broads usually use that little lock. And I say, hey, you look good in that. You look good in that bra. Why don't you put that shirt on so I can see if you look good in the shirt, too? I go in. I tell you, you can't do anything these days. I drive my rascal into the marshals and ram the changing room door open with it until it breaks. And I go in, I wave a bra around. I go, why don't you try this bra on? I'll wait. And then I do. (laughs) But I keep keep the door open with my kickstand. Yeah. Then I fire my camera up that I've mounted on the handlebars for the live feed. (laughs) <laughs> to, that, my, to, to my rascal then I get in trouble I've outfitted my rascal with one of those big black tarps I put over my head before <laughs> I take the camera so it's an old timey photo it's an old timey photo with the little my arm sticking out holding that little that little shovel that little upturned shovel with yeah. the flash powder in it yeah because if you don't get the then I lift there's like a little panel that you have to lift. Otherwise, the lens don't see the lady. Yeah. And then I get in trouble. <laughs> it's different these days. Look, I just want to get a cup of coffee. I can't I want to get, get a, a cup, of cup of coffee and a couple of really, you know, like old lithographs yeah. of ladies and marshals. Try- and I've, I, then I get in trouble. I say, look, I'm just trying to make sure these women are trying on these bathing suits with their underpants on yeah. underneath. Yeah, it's unsanitary. I'm trying to enforce. Look, you can't read what my sash says. It says, it says the enforcer. hygiene enforcer. Enforced. Well, the hygiene part got lost. It just says enforcer now. <laughs> it says enforcer. And by get lost, I mean I forgot to add it. I tried to add it. I didn't know how to spell hygiene. Yeah. I wrote hygiene. And then uh, I heard from the ghost of Gene Siskel. 
I thought you were going to say Shallot. Is he dead or is he still alive? Shallot? Yeah. I think I think Shallot's good. Wait, who just said something? Hold on a second. I just oh, no. heard. Was that Brett? 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 You know not to talk when we're in the middle of a thing, Brett. Come on. Also, what's your. Oh, ah, this is Brett. Not Brett. Ah! I'm so sorry to say. I, oh, I'm no. Skyler. It's nice to meet oh, you. Skyler. Like, what? What Julie, an inch. Yes. Remember that email we got? From about about uh, Spanky when I was like, who the fuck is Spanky? Exactly. (laughs) That one. Yeah. When it was like, let's update it. (laughs) We regret to inform you from the deepest. Where's Brett? Brett. Who's our fucking Skyler? I'm so sorry. Really aggressively jumping in. (laughs) Hi, Skyler. Hello. No. Skyler, we'll say on mic while recording. (laughs) Yes, Skyler, it's we'll we'll just say first of all, welcome to Double Threat. And that's not only to you, you, Skyler. Skyler. Not you. We haven't welcomed you yet. We're going to welcome. We're welcoming the audience now. Hold your veritable horses. Yes, we're welcoming the audience to Double Threat. I'm Julie, and that's Julie, and my name is Tom, and we are the hosts of Double Threat, the best podcast in the in the biz right yeah, now yeah that's certainly the most fun because i listen to, to quote my friend tom i listen to these other podcasts <laughs> and they're like they're like oh let's learn about the history of the wasabi pea yeah or they're like uh the taliban climate change and your kid has to go to school somehow yeah and I First, think and, and they all talk. You ever hear these podcasts? They all talk from like way from their nose up. <laughs> and they're just like, hi. It's all nasal. It's like, what happened to the, all your lungs and, and your chest and the. You yes. Know, put where's some, the diaphragm? You know, where is it? Put that into it. It's like, I'm. Meow. Meow, meow, meow. Yeah. And then they're well like, cat. it might as well I'd be like, a cat. Going. They're like, I'd like to talk. To, it's like the ads are like, I'd like to talk to you about wet food. I I'd like to talk to you about, about wet. I want to talk to you about wet food, car insurance, and peacock feathers. I want to talk to you about home security. <laughs> home security is an important thing. But so are, <laughs> so are peacock don't, feathers. Hi. Don't, don't their noses hurt at the end of talking like that all the time? All the vibrating of your nose when you talk only in your oh, head? I thought it was their their throats because when you strain, you are you watch someone like singing mm-hmm. sometimes and you see like the cords of their neck just like, you know, yeah, start explode. to vibrate. So I assume that that's what's going on. Hi, Julie. This is Double Threat. And you're listening to and mine. And wait, let me do do like because there is like a female version of that. There's a sing song thing that we can do now. Or if I start off a little closer to the mic and a little bit more fried. So, hi, I'm Julie and I'm the host of Double Threat along with my friend Tom Sharpling. Let's this is this is how these intros go. If you just say like Mm -hmm. you say like I'm Julie Klausner and then I'll say my name. Okay. hi, welcome to Double Threat. I'm Julie Klausner. And I'm Tom Sharpling. (laughs) (laughs) They all like that's the second person always comes in with that sings that awful sing songy. And I'm Tom Sharpling. (laughs) I'm Julie Klausner. And I'm Tom Sharpling. (laughs) 
Like that's a good idea for podcast the musical. That could be the first yeah song. And I'm Tom Sharpling, and that's how I go to the. That's how I come on the mic. All right, I'm on the mic. How do you like how I sound? I'm I'm getting inspired. But for podcast the musical. Yes. Maximum fun here, Wolf. Joe Rogan Network. Wondery, Luminary, and the rest. This is my this is my experience coming through as a musical nerd. Every one of the networks you just mentioned should get their own song like we're maximum fun and we (laughs) want fun and then wondery's like i wonder what the other thing could be (laughs) if i were you and you perhaps were me and then i'm an old wolf (laughs) and i'm doing my thing right yeah walking down the street gonna make fuck off everyone and then it's like anyway yeah. end of act one war les mis mm-hmm. south park movie everyone's singing their own thing but it's in a round mm-hmm. it's a great idea podcast the musical skylar you come from money how much money i do not how oh. much money do i come so, from so your so family yeah, well, what are what? Brett's not here this week. Yeah, Brett had a child. He's on paternity leave. He's well, Brett didn't have a child. For Brett, Brett. Watched, Brett watched Amy have a child. Mm-hmm. Yes. Brett, was, Brett was busy. I didn't mean to uh, give him all the credit there. He was busy getting cheese that's from the vending machine. <laughs> when he missed the. Brett's just like, D, D3, uh, let me see. <laughs> D, what could I give her? Sun chips? D3, $1.20. twenty. That's what Brett has been doing. And then he goes, it's worth it. <laughs> we got the forever dog credit card. Do you ever do that thing where like none of the snacks look good? So you get two. You're like, well, none of these look good. I guess I'll get sun chips and Cheetos. Yeah. And you're Maybe just be- like be- between the two of them, I'll have a decent experience. Something will work here. Sun so- chips. Can we get rid of sun chips? Sun chips Does are anybody- disgusting. Who- they're not. First of all, they're not any better for you like they no. were initially presented as if this was right. some sort of like health because they yeah. have like specks of wheat in them the way that <laughs> briar's vanilla ice cream has specks of black in them yeah the specks of black in the briar's ice cream as a kid mm-hmm. always felt exotic yeah it was very fancy it was very um Mm-hmm. upscale not to, to say nothing of of vianetta i've never had a vianetta a slice of vianetta have you i have not i uh when it's time for me to get classy i i unwrap a magnum uh ice cream oh, bar I thought you were gonna say you chop up a nutty buddy and go to town with like a cracker you scoop it up that's a pretty good idea um, do you remember the time and hold on a second skylar do you remember the time I auditioned for Baskin Robbins as a voiceover and they were trying to sell a new way to eat ice cream, which was nachos? Do you remember this? I do remember you telling me this. Where they were like, we'll give you nacho, we'll give you tortilla shaped pieces of an ice cream cone mm-hmm. and then you're going to use those to scoop up soft ice cream and you're going to eat ice cream like nachos, you pieces of shit. Yeah. Were 
Yeah, you just picture them being like in the Baskin Robbins design meeting presenting to the president of the company. It's like, and then it's nachos and you do the thing. And then the guy's like, look, it's a Baskin Robbins. You want to do it? Sure. Go Fine. ahead. Fine. Just Fine. Just as long as we have some weird radioactive blue or green ice cream that's like. If you're just here to insult pink bubble gum, then I no, will not stand. No, I'm talking more like of a cookie monster cotton, type color. Cotton candy? Oh, yeah. Okay. What's in cookie monster besides Oreos? Cookies. What kind of cookies? What's that? Wait, what's who, so who is, who so is hold that? On. I so keep we got getting Skyler. this weird thing on my headphones. Yeah. There's this guy, Skylar. Now he's filling in for Brett. And first of all, Thank you, Skylar. We appreciate and you doing. Thank this. you, Skylar. It's nice to meet you, and congratulations, Brett, on the new addition to your family. Yeah, it's nice to meet you all as well. Um, podcast the baby. I'm not seeing Cookie Monster on Baskin Robbins's website, but I just wanted to flag that Gene Shalit is still alive. He's 95 years old. He's doing great. What? Yeah. Well, let's not let's, let's not have say him on he's the doing show. Great. Yeah, we'll find. We'll be the I'm judge sorry. of that when he's on next yeah. week's episode. And you don't need to worry about that. Julie, Skyler, Julie. you'll be long gone by then. That's Brett's yeah. problem. Yeah. Brett's problem is the Gene Shallot <laughs> show. Which whether we're going or not he's to doing do. great. This is what Skyler just said. Yeah. He's 95 years old. He's young. doing great. He's young. He's thriving. He's living his best life. He's never been happier. Oh, no. According to his Wikipedia page, there's a Brokeback Mountain Review controversy, which I didn't. No, I, I thought it was great. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I broke back mountain movie. I'm just repeating yeah. you. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't have any. I'm just doing Brokeback Mountain movie. <laughs> like when he was always like that, like that sing songy thing he had was like. The movie Brokeback Mountain. Lee's new movie Brokeback Mountain. I prefer getting my money back, Mountain, from this movie. I don't that, recommend it. And that I know this isn't what he did, but in my mind, I'm picturing him with like a fake flower corsage, and that at the end of every review, he would squirt <laughs> Al Roker with it. Yeah. Now Roker finally one day just goes off on him and just like just beats the crap out of him, like. One two time, one time too many. Shallot beats that mustache. Mustache is red with And then blood. on the other hand, he had one of those hammers that clowns have, where they're kind of like accordion, like squeaky things on either <laughs> side like, of this. I remember one time as a kid. You're saying this just brought back a memory. I was like, like one of those little mini choo choo train things that go around like a park or whatever. Yeah. And there was like a clown there who had one of those things and he would like hit the kids with the little hammer. <laughs> I remember hating it so much. Like, like he hit me with it. I was just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Was that a special occasion or was it just sort of something that happened at the park sometimes? Some kind of like, I think it's, it was a regular a thing at the park. That's just like, and then he'll hit the kids with the little squeaky hammer. It's like, yeah, well. You ruined my life. It's a part that of started it's, it. It's like, well, this amusement park has a seesaw. Mm-hmm. It has swings. It's like, wait, this isn't an amusement park. This is a park. Oh, sorry. I meant a park. Right. This oh. park has swings. It has a slide. Mm-hmm. It has a sprinkler in the summer. 
Oh, and then once a week, a clown comes Come by and with his hits little kids horn. on the head with a squeaky hammer. Yeah. And I do believe he was a, a like train themed clown also where he had like on like, like overalls, like he was working in the train yard and a little conductor cap. Oh, um, fabulous. Terrible. That would have been humiliating if you were a different kind of clown and you were like, what are you just, did you just hop a train like a hobo yeah. clown? Yeah. At least he seemed like he belonged on the train. At least it seemed like he held a job. Yeah. No, no, that, that clown, uh, he taught me a lot about life. That clown. Train clowns. I'd say I'm going to rank clowns. Number one, Mm -hmm. female clowns. What do you mean? Like a, like a, like a, like a, like a a Harley Quinn kind of like the original version um, of Harley Quinn? Shortcuts, shortcuts, shortcuts. Okay, because you or, know, like Har- the first look for Harley Quinn was not her in uh, booty shorts and a daddy's and little monster pigtails. t-shirt. It she used w- to have the Harlequin outfit on. Ple- oh, I thought you were going to say a rainbow afro wig. No, she yeah and she like, she had a John three sixteen sign and a rainbow afro wig that she held up a honky horn and a bottle of seltzer. <laughs> yeah. All right, female clown number is number one. Any female, female clown. clown. Okay. Number two. Train clown. Number three. Wow. Okay. Crying clown. Mm -hmm. Number four. Um, I feel like there's clowns that like mop up, like that are like janitors or like housekeeper clowns. Yeah, there's the there's the the sad sack clown that sweeps a little spotlight into a smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, that clown who cleans up. If I yeah. was running a show, if I was stage managing a thing and I looked out and I saw some clown sweeping up on stage, it'd be like, you're getting in the way of the show, you idiot. We need that. Yeah. He's and like putting like, away all the props in the set. Chasing the spotlight. Mm. When they'd be like, I got to sweep up after the spotlight and it like moves and then they run over with their broom a little. No. Anyway. That's my list. Female clown, train clown, janitor clown. And crying clown. Crying clown, janitor clown. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I'm probably missing a lot, but I think the idea that there was a train clown that went around your play, yeah. your playground, just hitting kids on, a, on the head with a hammer yeah. is, I, I, just, I don't know, it seems formative to me. Like, most, mostly the kids like it, except for this one little kid named Tom. Yeah. I said to him, um, and I'm Tom Sharpling in my. That's another, that's my other favorite kind of clown is podcast clown. Cause it'd be like, I'm Julie Klausner and I'm Tom Sharpling. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody does that in 2021 on their podcast have that sing songy intro. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Knock it off. We're sick of it. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here to let you know about our latest episode of Office Hours Live. Office Hours is great fun. With the great John Early and Theta Hamill. Very handsome. Thank you. Thank you. They're here to talk about their new movie, Stress Positions. And we just had a, a wonderful time. There was a lot of laughter and joy. Don't believe me? Well, listen for yourself on the podcast app of your choice. You're not going to want to miss a second. That's at Office Hours Live 
at the podcast app of your choice. Bum, 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 bum. I love Vic and Doug and I love drinking my wine. So look, so Brett, Brett is busy at home tending to podcast the baby, which is the mm-hmm. name of his child. His baby. Yes. Yeah. Podcast the baby. Potty for First short. Name pod, yeah. middle name the. Yeah. Last name Cass Boehm. So we mm-hmm. have been, but double threat. We have been The double blessed. threat train got to keep going. Speaking yeah, of trains. Yeah, whether or not there's a, a clown bopping you on the head with a hammer, the train has to... Well, running on time sounds a little bit like we don't. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. The train wants to run. <laughs> Do you like it when I? Never mind. Sorry. Did it's I ever Hitler. tell you that I'm when? So sick of, I'm sick of. Yeah. What Nazis? Nazis. Hitler. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 Him, no. Me too. Himmler, enough. 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 Garbles. <laughs> I thought. Wait. You like Gehring. Himmler? Himmler. I liked Hurler. I did not. Uh huh. Yeah, how come if we can have a Himmler? Isn't it time for a hurler? <laughs> come on. Come on, Nazis. Do something. Don't you think it's time for Nazis I, to honestly, get more Honestly, I thought the Nazis are really problematic. Uh, the Nazis are going to get canceled. Because <laughs> they only have guys like, yeah, maybe you might want to cancel them for being Nazis. No. It's their gender politics. It's their well, gender politics. It's not, yeah. So oh, we just have because they're Nazis. So we have Skylar filling who in for does Brett. not come from money. We've learned that about yeah. him. Yeah, confirmed. Yeah. I sent well. in I sent in my yearly tax statement before meeting you on the on the email chain. Let you know. No money. Okay. I was gonna no say money. that was a little a little late for taxes. Now what's your what's your deal, Skylar? What's your deal? Give give Julian I the elevator pitch on Skylar. <laughs> who are oh. you? Like I'm, I'm. My name is Skyler. I've been producing now with uh, freelance producing with with Earwolf, or excuse me, with Forever Dog. Oh, for, I know that was bad. I know that was bad right there. <laughs> that oh, was. I just heard Brett stop from who's who's cradling yeah. his baby. This, yeah, yeah, this invoice is not going to make it. <laughs> no. So you've wait, been working. Wait, for should we? Forever wait, Dog. hold on a second, Tom. Should we be invoicing Brett? Invoice. Why haven't we been invoicing let's, Brett? Let's send him an invoice. Let's just send him an invoice for fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Skyler, payable. Skyler, do you know how to do screen sharings? Can you open a Google Doc? <laughs> yeah. Let's really let's get all three of us in this thing. Really, Here we go. yeah, we'll get, to, we'll get to. Yeah, no, we'll get to know. No, seriously, Skyler, could you please open Google Docs? We're gonna, <laughs> yes, I. Yeah, I'm yes. we're going to need to, you to invoice Brett. We want to invoice Brett. <laughs> I use it. I, there's a free oh, invoice template. Template, yes, that open that. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into it. Okay. Brett didn't tell us a thing about invoicing. <laughs> didn't know anything about he's, invoice. He's probably Brett's gonna be so mad at Skylar. He's gonna be like, "Why'd you tell them about invoicing?" <laughs> you know what we should do is we should not email it to him because first of all, I've tried emailing him and I get an out of office memo. Look and I'm at not- this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. We should put Built this in Brett the mail. We yeah. have his address, right? We have his address. Yeah. Skylar, do you have a printer? I uh, I have I live near a shop that I email things from. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm just I thinking ahead. We want to put this in the in snail mail. Okay. Two services rendered. 
Julie and Tom's patience. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Rate um, 50,000. <laughs> Notes. Pay, Notes. Pay, up. pay Julie and Tom. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me think about this. Notes. Sorry? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, We're I'm thinking. Think what these notes should be. Let's notes. see. Should they be written like telegram? To telegram <laughs> or telegraph? Yeah, like, like, Julie yeah, like and we're Tom by the word. just, um, sharpling, comma, T. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, trying to sound more official. And, oh, okay. On behalf, in, in oh, where yeah. of in like, so we need some le- some straight up old timey legalese like in where in where of therefore <laughs> henceforth in where of comma henceforth comma therefore sharpling sharpling dot ts and klausner dot why did i say ts that's not your middle that's name no, that's fine. dot t and klausner uh-huh. Dot J and then in parentheses hereby referred to as the as talent as gods. Ta- yeah. Talent gods? Yeah. As talent gods, thank you. Uh must get paid. We should put in like must get paid in the shade for the for the content they have made. Yeah, exactly. It gets rhymey, yeah. For the content they made. Have made. They have and made. Then, and then just right. Uh, in short, bit bit bitch better have my money. Mm-hmm. Brett better have my money. Bitch. Brett no better. wait. Bitch. Brett parentheses. Have my Brett. Money. Brett. Yeah. Better have my money. In terms, if you could just write, I'm looking in my hand, <laughs> and I don't see the money. Lebowski. I don't see the money, Lebowski. No, money, comma, money, Lebowski. comma, and then capital L. I don't see the money, Lebowski. Chop, chop. And I don't mean your stupid cooking. I don't mean your stupid. Yeah, and I don't mean. <laughs> Do you think when Be- Brett puts like <laughs> like a lotion on his kid and he like thinks he's like. He like calls the lotion like a rub or a glaze. He's glazing the child with lotion and he's rubbing it with talcum powder. Yeah. All right. And then did you hit send? I, I have to download it and I will send it. Yes. Okay. So okay. Finalize. And then make sure that it goes in the mail to his address because I don't want it bounced back in his dumb email. No. I'm so well, we sick of both. getting. We can do both. We can send a digital copy and a physical copy. I'm worried that I'm I'm worried. I'm worried. I said. That mm-hmm. you're gonna just send the digital copy. Yeah, I'm worried too. I'm worried about that. <laughs> so you work for Forever Dog doing like what? What shows have you worked on over the, over the the years, Skylar? I've done. I I stepped on. Um, couldn't help but wonder, which is I because I directly work for another comedian, Jamie Lee, um, and I I uh, produced and started engineering her show, Couldn't Help but Wonder, which was also a Forever Dog show. We should have her on the show, Tom. Recap show, Tom. We should have her on the show, Jamie Lee. Yeah, yeah. Jamie yeah. rules. I 
wonderful person. Love very. I feel so fortunate to work for her. Anyway, oh, um, give it. You, you, know the, you got the job, Scott. You got the job. Yeah. I will probably cut that earnest moment out. So it's all no, good. If you do, in, if you do I'll in. invoice you. I'll <laughs> yeah. find out I'll where you live. I'll invoice, invoice you. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I'll use my own invoice in template. I, and I worked on Trex in the City, yes, with Alice Wetterland. We, Al, we love Alice. We should have her on the show. Also wonderful. I, I'll just keep yeah. plugging all the great people that I've I've been lucky to work with. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I so I produced and engineered those shows for uh, uh, starting in like November of last year. Okay. And otherwise, I've just been doing comedy assisting stuff for the past many years now. Who's the biggest name you've worked with? In um, all aspects of your career, who's your well, who's your most famous friend? My most famous, I don't have many, uh, well, probably Jamie. I would I would say, okay. but mm-hmm. um, the biggest name I've ever I I once got a a very through multiple channels appreciative of my work email from Ben Stiller, which was quite something. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. It was nice. He I he I. Because the first thing I ever did was I interned at Red Hour. And so I, I like did research work for them. And mm. uh, something I researched eventually made its way to him. And he said positive things about it, which was very nice. Were you friends with um, who passed away a year ago? Jerry Stiller. Stuart. Stuart Cornfield. I met oh. Stuart. Stuart was incredible. Uh, what a yeah. cool person. He, he what, what a truly amazing credit is he produced The Fly. He, like he produced the, the, Eraser. The Daily or, excuse the, me. Um, yeah. What? Uh, the really? Again. No, he was there. He was a part of Mel Brooks. Oh, that's uh, so yeah. Brooks cool. Films. Yeah. yeah. No, Stuart was very interesting. Very, very uh, fascinating guy. He, he was, yeah, he was so cool. We got to meet. We we got to talk once because I went to UC Santa Cruz and he was a Berkeley guy and he did like a, I guess there there you can go and go to different branches of the university of california as a uc student and he went to uc santa cruz for a period and he like loved it so we connected on that and he was he was truly a very very cool person to get to meet and it was also i'd never had this happen before but um watching the oscars this year seeing him show up in the in memoriam was like a very mm-hmm. moving thing because i i'm a low level mm-hmm. person sure. so seeing somebody yeah that i'd met and spoken to Remember, Ju- cool. Julie, what are the chances we end up in any in memorium for anything? What do you think? I think right now I'm at zero percent. I think if, 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 if Forever Dog does one, we might. We might. It's still, I'd say that's a coin flip. Yeah, me too. If suddenly there was like a gas leak and we both keeled over doing a double threat. Uh huh. And the problem with that coin flip is it's a chocolate coin and someone already mm-hmm. took the foil off. And yeah. then a dog catches it in his mouth. And before you could pry it open, be like, chocolate's not for dogs. The dog the gulps like, it down. And then, um, so it's like the dog ate. That's my Hanukkah gelt. Yeah, but Hanukkah gelt has like 0% cocoa in it. So the dog Man, will be is, fine. That is some low level chocolate. It is disappointing. It's mostly, it's mostly just sugar and whatever they put in chocolate to make it feel like chocolate, but not taste like chocolate. Yeah, it's it's exactly it's like chocolate adjacent. That said, I would demolish one of those little netted bags of gelt right now if it was mm-hmm. in front of me. I would I would pry the the foil open. And I would sometimes I pry the foil open just a little bit the way when you're like photographing corn as you mm-hmm. do. OK, you'll just peel down the husk a little to show the inside of the corn. Mm-hmm. And then you just well, you shouldn't eat that. 
Probably no. you should boil it and well, you should get it naked first and then put the corn in the bowl in the not the bowl, the pot. And that's how I feel when I'm at Marshall's. <laughs> but I get in trouble. Like you can't say anything anymore. Can't say anything or do anything. Now, so look, Brett is on on paternity leave. Yes. And we say in all seriousness, we're so happy for Brett and Amy yes. with their yes. lovely bundle of joy and podcast. And we and we are doing our best to make sure Brett doesn't have a cat's in the cradle experience with this boy. Mm -hmm. So we're, yeah. we're trying not to have him mm -hmm. work like 20 hour days. Yeah. We don't want Brett's kid looking at Brett and going like, you loved podcasting more than you loved me. Mm -hmm. And Brett would say, speaking of podcasting, <laughs> <laughs> this, this next clip this next is of clip. your this next clip is of your graduation, which I missed. <laughs> no, we're not going to allow that to happen. We want Brett oh, to be a good so Papa. So that's why he has one week off. Papa, Papa, Papa Smurf. He has a whopping yeah. one week away from double threat. Yeah, to be with his newborn. Right, but next week. Get back, back to in the, the chair, grind. But, but I'll say this, Julie. What? Skylar can't hear this. Okay. I, I've muted myself. Okay. That, that works. Skylar, if Skylar is even like half good. I mean, he's already I proved think, that. But look, we, I, we, let's see what he's like when we start playing some clips. I think there's a chance this guy, this guy uh, craps the bed. This is once, a. Once the show proper starts. Shirley McLean situation where she sat in for the understudy and. Yeah. All of a sudden we know who Shirley McLean is and we don't know who the person was who stole the no. role from. We gotta see what this guy's like in the in the foxhole. When the when the when it's all going down. And I'm saying this. If he's even half good, I say we walk, we we go to Joe mm -hmm. and we just say, They think we need a little switch, switcheroo. <laughs> Time to put I bread think, on the I bench. think we go to Joe and we say, What Wait, we go to Joe. We go, hey, and Joe, we, what you doing with that zoon in your hand? <laughs> I think we say, we say, what have you done for us lately? No, yeah. we would say that to, who would we say? What if we write to Joe, but we CC Brett, and then we go, oops, didn't mean to CC to Brett. Well, that'd be a different invoice. I'm sorry. Just send, can... send this one out clean. No, this, this invoice is for past. This is for past services, Skylar. Sorry. This, yes, Sorry. this is a new conversation. Skylar, you never have to apologize unless you've done something no. yeah. that is a dirty deed. Now, who are the engineers you admire most, uh, Skylar? <laughs> Brett, Brett Morris. Who would be in the <sighs> memoriam Engineer reel Kevin. if, if yeah. God for wait, hold on. If God forbid there was there was a bus. Of engineers headed to, <laughs> to to the Grand Canyon PodCon. for the annual. Yeah. And they're all on the bus. All the podcast engineers are on a bus. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. 99 bottles of beer. So many chords making around that bus. Yeah. Yeah. No, they would be singing like 99. Headphones. What, what would, 
99 Shore 57s on the wall. 99 Shore 57s. You take one take down, one down you, you put it, it back up because I'm paranoid <laughs> yeah. about losing it. Yeah. 98 Shore 57s <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> who would be on that bus is what Tom is asking. Brett Morris. Oh, and who would you throw under the bus? Who's wait? Forget. In fact, forget about the who's, first question. Who do you hate? Engineer? Who do you hate? Yeah. Which engineers do you hate? Do you think are not just that you hate, but that you just don't think are doing a very good job? <laughs> this I, as a person who like they don't know me, <laughs> so all of a sudden I just start. Mm-hmm. This, this is how you. This is this is this is your this is your coming out party, Skylar. This is where you let the you let the industry know you're here and you're here to make some noise. I'm taking names. I have. Yeah, I'm crossing yeah. people off. I'm like um, Carrie Mulligan in, in Promising a Woman. I got a whole mm-hmm. sheet of people who've yeah. wronged me. That yeah. you're going to that you're going to verbally confront and then not do anything to. Mm-hmm. That movie wasn't violent enough, in my opinion. I wanted to see some I wanted to see some limbs splatter. I didn't see it. <laughs> My well, mom wouldn't let me watch it. Your mommy wouldn't let you go? No. Even with a chaperone? No, she wouldn't. She said this one seems, uh, she said she needs to see it first. And she never <laughs> and saw then, it? So she never knows got when around to cover to my it. eyes. But she, she never got around to it? She never got around to it. There's a lot of movies I ain't seen yet because mommy didn't check them out yet. Some of them aren't even Jaws. scary. Some of them aren't even scary. They just have naughty language yeah. in it. She won't let me watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> Either one. You mean The Hustle? The Hustle. Did yeah. you ever see the original scene where Marlon Brando plays Ruprecht? From no. the Okay, so the original movie that Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is based on is called Bedtime mm-hmm. Story with David Niven in the Michael Caine role and okay. Marlon Brando in the Steve Martin role. Okay. And Skylar, would you actually mind? Again, yeah, of course. This may not end up on the show or not. Anything could happen. Oh, this is ending up on the show. Fine. So there's a scene where, and I don't know if Marlon Brando created this character, but you know in the movie how um, Steve Martin has an eye patch and he's acting like a... a he's like, certainly. Yeah. So he's got like, yeah. Marlon Brando does his version of that. And I just remember he's got... Um, what are those called? Epaulets? The ones that you wear on your shoulders that have fringe on them? Like he was a decorated mm-hmm. like. Sure. Yeah. Can you show us a clip of that, Skylar? Is that anywhere? Yeah, like I if think you I found one up, on like, Vimeo that, yeah. that seems to be. Marlon Brando, Bedtime Story. Um, and the quality of this clip is going to tell us a little bit about Skylar also, Julie. <laughs> How so? Oh, my God. Look at Right. This. It's like he's like. Steve Martin is basically do so. Wait, can we get audio, Skylar? Because oh, is it not? I just, this is just this is just feedback. Share uh, audio. Yeah, gotta share audio. No, Skylar, just a little. It's fair. Little, it's little heads up. Feedback. And by the way, don't apologize. <laughs> no, never apologize. But Unless, but realize that podcasts are an audio-based medium, and it generally helps to have audio for things. True. Not much trouble at all. And always remember to keep smiling. You feed him. You like David Niven, Tom? I do. Ruprecht, I will not tolerate snarling at the table. When we go to live with Miss Harrington in West Palm Beach and she gives those big dinner parties, you must let her feed you. 
I mean, it really looks exactly like the remake, doesn't it? Oh my God, yeah. Right? <laughs> that does it. Snarling is one thing, biting is another. That could be infectious. For that, you go back down to your room. He's even turning on me. Kind of looks like Peter Boyle in uh, Young Frankenstein. Yeah. This is. First of all, back then, everyone looks old back then. Everyone looks like they're 60. And, and you know that they're all like 32. Yeah, they're like, exactly. David Niven's probably like, I'm so much older now than David yeah. Niven was when he filmed this. I'm, and he he's still like, looks I'm, like. It's like, this is a screen test for David Niven. I'm 27. <laughs> and, he's, and he looks so old in mm-hmm. it. And. It, but it's just like, it's that's that's bonkers. I, I vaguely knew about that, but I never saw it. There's one where he's driving where he's acting like a total imbecile and it's like kind of embarrassing. I'm looking for Did it. I'm, 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 I found the, tra- oh, here's a section. It's in the trailer. If you, is it? I can yeah, let's this. just watch a little bit of it. Yeah. If that's okay. One. Mostly this is just from the guys that brought you bridge over the river Kwai. <laughs> There's one thing Freddie Benson's never confused about and that's sex. That girl's mine. Anytime I want her. Ha. They attack and counterattack. The result? Another hilarious romantic comedy in the scintillating style of Pillow Talk, Lover Come Back, Operation Petticoat, and That Touch of Mink. But faster, funnier, wilder than anything you've ever seen before. I feel like we should just watch Bedtime Story, Tom. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that looked. It's just like. It's so funny though, like Marlon Brando is just like, oh, it's Marlon Brando, this, mm-hmm. the actor. And it's just like, it's just like I'm going to do the movie where it's I get to ride a wheelchair down a hill. And then I go through a barn and then there's a lady the on my lap. It's fun. <laughs> like, it's like. I like to have a good time. Wait, what's nah, my Marlon Brando? <laughs> What are the movies we need to watch on the show? Autofocus. I think we should do an episode where we just well, watch. Autofocus. I think we should do autofocus, but also, um, what's the one where he's like, turn it off, turn it off. Hardcore. Yeah. We need to watch hardcore. We should watch. Um, so we're basically, we're just shifting to a Paul Schrader. Um, oh, I forgot a, that was also podcast. Paul. Schra- yeah. Let's just watch all we're Paul Schrader's just, movies. Didn't he just, didn't he come out with one where he's just playing cards? The card counter. I just saw it. Mm-hmm. And? I liked it. It's very Paul Schrader. <laughs> the yeah. Oscar Isaac is playing an upset man doing scary things. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very pissed about the war on terror. It's, it's wild that it came out. Or, I mean, it makes a lot of sense, but it's very right. appropriate to have come out this particular week. Right. It's good. I liked it a lot. I, uh, I feel like we should shift to uh, oh, this podcast should just become like a Schrader uh, cast. A, a Schrader cast. Yeah. Just talk about his Facebook posts. Do you I know that he's very active think, on Facebook? I, isn't he complaining about cancel culture? Yeah, he's very, he's very online, but in a, like, he's a 70 year old man who's yeah uh, frustrated about things. And I guess he got thrown out of a, he got thrown out of an online poker game with other famous people, like younger Richard people. Kind. 
because oh. he was saying shot. Yeah, it was Richard Kind, Don Adams, all the the crew. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Don Adams, Richard Kind, uh, Richard Jewell, the, <laughs> the guy, guy who played, played Richard, Richard Jewell, Jewell. <laughs> Paul Walter Hauser. Yes. Yeah. We love him. Let's get him on the show. He's hey, Skylar, can well. we use you to book people while we have you? hundred percent. Well, I can just, I, I assume that <gasps> his Hold email on. is just. Just Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it. Okay. I, I, yeah. Do you want me to share screen for this? Yes. Yes, please. Okay. Of course. I'm this is good, Tom, because maybe Skylar is better at getting responses if yeah. he emails people. I bet you Skylar could get some results with uh, uh, Crypt Keeper. <laughs> I thought we didn't the, want him anymore. We've been trying to get the Crypt Keeper on the show, and um, Brett, Brett is uh, really, yeah, keeps, really blowing keeps, it on uh, He keeps getting goose eggs. Oh, that worked. Wait. Ah! That, oh, my. I feel really bad. Why do you feel bad? We're going to get him on the show. We're going to get him on the show. We're going to get him on the show. I could do. What are you doing emailing me? What are you doing emailing me? <laughs> we love we love you. We love you and we want you to be a guest on our show. We loved you on I think you should and, leave. And in Cruella which Tom and Julie saw in the theater. I'm just yeah. going to take that notes and I'll build this out. You'll bill who are you billing our you're no, 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 billing build, us I'll, your I'll, time? Oh, we'll build it out. We can't we Skylar can't pay you, Skylar. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. That's Brett's kind of, paying you, right? Because we yeah. can't yeah. pay you. Yeah. Well, we can. We get, look, we get paid in Boehm bucks. They're only usable. Boba. They're only usable at the at the at the uh the Rubin Glaze store. store. <laughs> Any other credits of Paul Walter Houser's we want to include in the email that we loved him in? Uh, to ask him onto the my show. My name is Skylar. I'm a producer uh, on Double Threat. Unlike <laughs> Brett Boa. The hit, I, the hit podcast, the, the hit Forever Dog pod, podcast on Forever Dog. Yeah, you got it. You, on the Forever Dog Network. Yeah. We would love you to be a guest on an upcoming episode. Do you want, do I want to be CC'd on this? Absolutely no. not. No okay. way. Are you kidding? <laughs> Episode Tom and Julie. I haven't introduced you all, so I'm not totally. It shouldn't matter. You shouldn't. We, no, we don't 100%. need an intro. We need no introduction. Tom and Julie loved you in Cruella. I, Tanya, I think you should leave. Mm-hmm. And I think you should. I was going to say and more, but we show. really don't. Not, I not, not um, Richard Jewell. I didn't see it. I, I saw he was either. great in it. So then, right, Richard I'm putting Jewell. it in there. Yeah. And Richard Jewell. Yeah. We love, we would, what is, Skyler's taking the initiative now. He's just, he's freestyling now, Tom. We didn't yeah. give him the notes, but he's still let's playing let him the go. piano. Let's, let him, let's see where let's, he goes. Yeah. Go, daddy, go. It is nice that there's not so much hand holding with Skylar mm-hmm. like there is with Brett. Brett's like, what should I do next? What should I do here? Skylar's taking some initiative. That's a that's a one. That's a plus for Skylar minus for Brett. Should we have Brett start an Excel document where we have pluses and minuses? Yeah. 
Brett, when you're listening to this, we need you to draw up a, a an Excel an Excel document where you chart out what what you versus Skylar. <laughs> I should Just, I shouldn't send this, correct? I mean, yes. I can't. It's a it's a fairly it's a nice email. Just it's put nice. an Just put like, a, put an exclamation point after when you have a moment. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to reread it since it's it's just it's it's a cold email to the man. Okay. <laughs> I love included. I like talking up the podcast in the body of the email. The hit podcast yeah. on the Forever Dog Network. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's going right. to show me the lie. Show me the lie. It's both true and it's what's going to move Paul Walter Hauser's needle. Mm-hmm. Please don't mention his needle. <laughs> I know. I hated it. I, I didn't think of it, it about it before mouth. I said it, and I hated yeah. saying it. Sorry. That I don't know that I should include his credits. Do we? <laughs> Just say our big fans of you. Yeah, our big fans of your work. Yeah, we're it's big fans. Yeah. It's a good note, Skylar. I like this because that's the other thing. When we dictate these things, Brett, Brett don't give us no feedback. This feels like okay. I can send this. Brett, now, Brett. All right, I'm going to send it. I know it. you're listening to this, Brett. Right now, Scholar's cleaning your clock, bro. Yeah. All right. And it just sent it. That's going to be. Look at that. I hope that Great. is fine. If he gets back to us before the end of the show, oh I'll, I'll, I'll hover over my. Then my Brett. Well, that's the end of Brett. If, if, if Paul, Wa- yeah. Paul Walker Hauser comes on the show. In well, real time, uh, here's my, here's my theory. If Paul Walter Hauser comes on the show, we'll make Paul Walter Hauser fire Brett. Yeah, we'll let him record a thing saying, Brett, <laughs> you're done. I saw him once at um, the Arclight. So really? I should have put that in the email. Yeah, he was. It was during Richard Duell time. It was not. He was not there for a premiere. He was. He was just there seeing something. Okay. He was watching. Oh, you didn't something see something besides said, Richard Jewell. I thought you said I saw him at the Arclight when I went to a movie he was in. No, I, I, that, I was there for Cats. This was right before the pandemic. This is the last thing I saw. In the before before cats, the pandemic, says cats. Did yeah. you see the cats before they fixed the the CG? The wedding I, ring. I, the thing is, they said that they fixed it. I still saw the thumb, so I'm not totally clear on how how good the fix was. I think that was Tom Hopper being like, "I, I fixed it." <laughs> don't look! Don't look! Yeah. But oh, like, also, yeah, the cats are coming to get you. The cats are very mad today. What? Isn't that how it goes? <laughs> oh dear, the cats are coming to get you. The cats are very mad today. That's not the plot of cats. <laughs> no. the, the plot of cats is not the cats are gonna hurt the audience. It's not. And, no, and if it were, they certainly wouldn't have warned the audience. Because when I saw cats, I'm sitting there. And then they start going, oh, dear, the cats are coming to get. And this one but you cat were in an alleyway, the, correct? Yeah. The one cat came off the stage. He came right up in my face. He punched me right in the mouth. I'm like, he hauled off, like pulled his arm back. And... 
I just, my mouth was bleeding. Like I was like. <laughs> it's not the show, Tom. Well, it's the show I saw. <laughs> it's cats with a K, right? Cats with a K and a Z. Yeah. Which is written by this guy named Dennis Katz or something. That's, no, it was that Katz's Delicatessen. Oh my God. I was sitting there. There's no song about the cats are coming to get it <laughs> and that they're mad. Well, what songs, never... in cats, what songs in Cats do the people sing when they're There's scared no of the cats? There's no people. There's no people in it. I hear a cat. He's on the roof. <laughs> There's no people. One of the best things about the show Cats is that there are no people in it. Meow, meow, meow. I got a gun. <laughs> Those aren't the songs from Cats. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. I got a gun. Meow, meow, meow. I got a knife. <laughs> no, the cats, the cats hurt the... At least in the movie, the cats hurt the audience in many other ways. <laughs> All Sonic. Visual, okay. Sonic, Sonic any the Hedgehog. From, any word from Paul? <laughs> not, not yet. I am hovering. Or Brett, did you send the invoice digitally or did we decide you weren't going we we to let do you do that? We wanted to do physical. I was going to do that after the record. But yeah, I can, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, because we want to make sure that's tight. Mm -hmm. Right. We want to do one more pass of the invoice. Yeah. Uh -huh. Thank you. Maybe. 100%. Maybe we could. Maybe maybe you could go to the store and like, like FaceTime with us and look, we could look at paper, like different kinds of paper. Can be printed yeah, stationery. Yeah. The stationery is key to getting your invoice answered. <laughs> yes. We want the heaviest, just whatever the heaviest paper is they have. That's what we want. If it's yeah. and honestly, if it's cardstock, then it's cardstock. I can include sure. the cardstock as a line item on the invoice too. Like I'll expect Forever Dog to oh, that's a good pay idea. back expenses. That's a great idea. In fact, get cardstock. Not shirt cardboard. Mm -hmm. Get or, a regular piece yeah. of paper. Get a regular Put the cardstock behind it so the paper doesn't bend. Yes. So now like, a, that, like a graduation the, diploma. Yeah, or a headshot or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I will do that. <laughs> meow, I do have meow, clips. Meow. Brett provided me with clips if we would knife. like to... <laughs> meow 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 i've got a gun <laughs> you were once saying because here's the thing i know you know the tune to mr mistopheles mm -hmm. so one time you were saying that there was a song in it about how the humans are coming to get us it was like <laughs> oh no the humans are coming to get us and then you had another thing about how there was a giant vacuum cleaner <laughs> Your ideas about what cats are mm -hmm. or cats is mm -hmm. are very, so fu are, they're funny to me. They're, they're fascinating, but none of them are true. So when you see cats, you don't ever hear, it's not like they don't Charlie Brown that thing where you hear just like, no, no, kitty cats. Like you don't hear like <laughs> a voice that you don't see. Or do you ever see like giant legs come from like, like walk across the stage? Like they're you always see like up to like their shin. There is a there is a moment where you see a giant shoe okay. come down in the middle of the stage like mm -hmm. someone's throwing a shoe at them saying, shut up. Mm -hmm. How big is that shoe? Like a huge, 
yes, it's huge. It's one of those like, um, all right, I'm gonna drop it's some like names on 13. you. It's big. It's bigger than size. 13. It's big. Okay. It's uh, it's it was one of those Cameron Macintosh gimmicks before the helicopter in Miss Saigon and the chandelier mm-hmm. in Phantom. It was like the big mm-hmm. shoe. Mm-hmm. Or the or the uh, diarrhea in Spider Man: <laughs> Turn Off the Dark. When the audience gets drenched in diarrhea. It was. It was, it was Spider Man. Turn. Turn out the light so I can say, wait, what is it? I think it's, I think it's called Spider-Man. Shut the door so I can go to the bathroom. <laughs> I remember there was a 60 minutes preview of Spider-Man turn off the dark. There should have been a 60 minute expose of how many people were killed doing that show. Yeah. They killed like four Spider-Men. Well, it was two green goblins. And it had that wonderful sort of like optimistic tone of like this thing is going to change things. And it's like a pre-calamity. This show is not going to kill anyone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There was that scene where they 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 said they just pushed pushed Spider-Man off like a diving board. (laughs) It was like, here's the part of the show where we push Spider-Man off a diving board. What at what price entertainment? The idea of just like we have a show. Why don't we have a show where Spider-Man swings all over everybody's heads? Like, was that safe? I no, don't know. No, no. But I don't know. I regret. I, I regret not seeing it. I wish I saw it too. Do we want to see the, any of the sixty minutes clip? I found it. No. Can you show us? Okay. A cl- yeah, show us a clip. Not of the. I don't want to see Bono in the oh, edge there's writing Bono, this thing. And then Julie Taymor is in the middle saying like, I "This is a good idea." Yeah. Back to my career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's watch a little bit of it. The curtain Leslie goes up Stahl. for previews tonight on Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark, a Broadway show with music by Bono and the Edge of U2. The buzz is louder than a swarm of green hornets. We actually thought we'd be broadcasting this story about a year ago. We've been invited to go behind the scenes with Bono, The Edge, and director Julie Taymor. But one day last year, the show ran out of money. The opening had to be canceled, and critics predicted it would never reach the stage. Then, like the comic book itself, there was a cliffhanging rescue from near death. Talk about drama. The show have been reporting the is like young Peter been reporting on like what else was going on anything, that year? anything yeah, else anything if there was a human suffering on unfairly on the planet they should have been covering that instead of and then the show ran out of money isn't that mm-hmm. interesting leslie stall i don't know about this guy i'm sorry this was not as no exciting. you never apologize no, no. never apologize no. No, you never, never apologize. apologize never apologize, apologize. We're gonna chop it no never apologize. No. No edits. No. <laughs> never apologize. Skylar. Never apologize. Sure. Did that segment work? Not really. <laughs> no, but not at all. you know what? <laughs> you tried. You tried. That's what we wanted. You tried. Brett, Brett, sometimes you see Brett, he's busy. He's reading Glaze Monthly, uh, <laughs> Rub Aficionado. And like his focus, he's losing focus. What was the last thing we saw him doing where he opened his like, remember he opened, he shared his screen and he was doing something else that was like, yeah, what are you doing? No, God knows what's going on in his world. Um, 
But I like the idea that we got somebody now who, and don't take this the wrong way, Skylar. Julie, I like the idea we got a producer here. Got nothing going on. <laughs> right? He can live for the show. Brett's got other things. I want somebody who's like. Zero interests. Zero interests other than double threat. Mm-hmm. All the satisfaction they get in their lives is from double threat. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. Brett's a little too well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking, we were talking about the Today Show earlier and the Gene Shallot and Al Roker. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The Today Show family lost uh, uh, someone this week. Who's that? Willard Scott passed away. Now, you're telling me you didn't know, you didn't think he was dead? Well, I had no idea. How many, how many jars of Smuckers have you eaten since added with a spoon? Um, I poured a little Smuckers out for him. <laughs> and you licked it up from the floor? From the, then I just realized that's some good Smuckers. Can't let that go to waste. So I just started licking jelly off the floor. Not one Willard of my proudest Scott, moments. The original Ronald McDonald. You've seen that costume, that insane costume oh, yeah. that he put together. And the other thing is now his reign of terror will be over where he would kill old he would, people. He, he would rip them off. He just would like trick them into signing stuff. And he oh, got their houses. He's like, here, sign this thing for your hundredth birthday. I need you to just right. sign this thing. And then they sign it. And he's like, now I own your house. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> they threw them out immediately. Get him out of here. He gave them a jar of jam. You just signed everything over to me. For a jar of jam. For a jar of smuckers. And not even the good flavor. You get grape. What's the worst flavor of smuckers and what's the best flavor of smuckers? Um, I'd rather have grape than like whatever their version of marmalade. Oh, did you like how snotty I sounded? Whatever their version of marmalade is. I could say like a (laughs) British lady. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. What? Whatever, uh, of the uh, orange goo. Yeah, no, I like uh, I like a strawberry. Strawberry. Yeah, I I, I like a I like a, a orange marmalade. From um, what's your favorite marmalade? Lady marmalade. Mine is whatever Paddington's having. Yeah, or that bear. Likes 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 his jelly. Mm-hmm. I he's like kind, jelly. He's kind of like a Wes Anderson character. I feel yeah. like Wes Anderson's probably like, can we get Paddington in this movie? Yeah. The new movie has Willem Dafoe, uh Bill Murray, Bill Murray Paddington, and Kate Blanchett. <laughs> and he's pissed because Paddington won't stay still in the center of the frame. Yeah. Adrian Brody and Paddington. Skylar, you got I have some clips from Brett from Brett. Yes, let's Brett sent you the do you think he sent you the bad clips? I think he unloaded the ones that he doesn't think are good so that you cover them, because if he did, that's mean. I here's the worst idea I just had is if if we got Skylar to text Brett saying like, hey, can you talk? (laughs) Can you (laughs) we're not going to bug him. We're not going to do that because Brett's actually on leave. But if we got him to be like, hey, Got a problem over here. Any chance? <laughs> Wouldn't that be the worst? We could literally pr- the worst we, we, we could prank, like, we we prank call him. Oh, we can prank him. Why don't we? The problem is we missed you. 
<laughs> Brett's trying to hold his life together with the baby. Uh-huh. And, the phone is and, ringing. And like him and Amy are going nuts, trying to do everything. So it's like it's just us, these two jerks. The problem is we missed you. Hang just, out for a while. Are the peppers fresh? Yeah. I keep cool. thinking of you saying that to that guy. Are the are peppers sure? fresh? There's a voice I said it. That's not sure what I heard. The, are you sure that the peppers are fresh? <laughs> That's the voice I used. It's not good. <laughs> when I did the prank phone call to the pizzeria. Oh my God, it's so funny. I want to order a pizza, please. <laughs> yeah, what kind of pizza? What size? What, what size do you have? <laughs> It's like 12, 12 inches. Is that radius, that radius or, or diameter? <laughs> what? Is it radius or diameter? <laughs> the, the, the diameter. I got it right, too. I was like, yeah, it's diameter, you, you idiot. Have to think about it's it. What a pizza is. You, <laughs> you don't measure half of one. <laughs> and then, what toppings do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find that. So I gotta see if I you have I, a, you have recorded I wonder, it. I th- I did record it. I, I don't know if that's so. oh, lost. Oh God, I would love that. to listen to that. I would love to listen to that. Boy, are you sure that the peppers are fresh? That's not what I heard. Did you see? Um, They're not good. Who told you that? Everybody. <laughs> did you see? You may have been away. I was tweeting about it. That they, that the Dairy Council, did you see this? No. Oh, my God. Uh, Skylar, please go to the official website of, like, gotmilk.com or something. Did you see Tom, who the official spokesperson now is for what I think is a very evil lobby, personally, which is Mm -hmm. dairy and cow's milk and I hope that they're, like, a, you know, not to be too political, but I hope that they're a dying industry. I agree. And I never felt better about hoping that when they revealed their new spokesperson. Skylar, are you on the uh, official? Tom Sizemore. I'm looking for not finding it. Hold on. Let me find it. How many guesses do I get? Three. Three? Mm Mm-hmm. Give me one hint. Go to gotmilk.com. I'm not going. I want to be surprised. No, Skylar, please. Okay, I'm not looking. There he is. I'm not looking. Ready? Okay, look now. I cannot see. You want me to look? Not yet. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. Not Here, yet. now. 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 Quick. No. Yes. Click on learn more. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Brian Baumgartner. Now, this is... No, scroll down before we watch the videos, please. Hey, everyone. <laughs> I want you to drink the milk. It's so, good for your bones, and it makes you feel good to drink milk. Keep going. Keep scrolling. So this is like their version of. Look, OK, will you just read this, Tom? Read this out loud, please. Or okay. Skylar, you read this out loud. Tom is busy. Yeah. He's working. Well known for his role as Kevin Malone on The Office, Brian Baumgartner was the perfect man on the street to talk to Californians about what they love. He delivered disinformation with straight face humor and a bit of improv, challenging people to stand up for the things they love. Speaking of things to love, Brian is the most lovable guy around. So they sent this guy 
on the streets of California with this campaign. And it's like trying to hijack count like cancel culture. Like if you go down, Skylar, it's like true or false. Should puppies be canceled? Yeah, there's a whole there's quite a tone to this site. People are apparently really coming for milk and the God milk. People's and they don't like they don't like that. They do not like that milk is they they're basically saying, oh, milk should be canceled. Just like puppies and weekends. So the milk, they're trying to find an an edge to milk. Yeah, you it's, watch what these? Mil- it's what milk's been missing. We all want to watch man on yeah. this man on the street videos that okay, they made so we him got do a man with on the like street video Kevin from the office. So yeah, so the title of this one is Disinformation is Everywhere These Days, but will it make Californians doubt what they love most? Disinformation is everywhere these days, but can it get Californians to doubt what they love most? Wait, that's his voice? Uh, oh my gosh. I don't know what to say to that. I'm told it's scientific. I would need to see the research on that. Dude, that's ridiculous. You can't really believe what is always out there. Everybody loves me. Well, there's not enough doubt in the world to make Californians question the wholesome goodness of grandmas and real milk. Got milk? I mean... This guy is an amazing actor, apparently, that that's his actual voice. Mm-hmm. I think I underestimated Kevin from The Office. Could you do this one? Puppies should cancel? Should puppies yes. be canceled? Oh, is that what we look like? Getting to the truth can be as tricky as playing a game of telephone with a dog. But can it get Californians to doubt what they love most? Do you think puppies should be canceled? Definitely not. They should not be canceled. No, I think puppies are cool. People have had puppies forever. Why would we get rid of them now? Can't take away dogs. Okay, sorry. That child is the worst actor I've ever seen. That child is the worst actor I've ever seen. I know you're saying Brian Baumgartner is a good actor because he doesn't sound like Kevin from The Office, apparently. Listen to the mm-hmm. delivery that that child did. The one holding that grown dog. That's not even a puppy. That one. Look how bad this kid cool. is. People have had puppies forever. Why would we get rid of them now? Can't take away dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. People have had puppies forever. Why would we get... Should puppies be canceled? Makes me... I, like, I, I wish he'd just talked in his regular Kevin voice. You think? Hey, it's me, Kevin. Here's Saturdays are for the boycotts. Let's test some folks on the doubtometer. So you have no problem that your brain might shrink. It'll come back. I want my brain to get smaller. I think my brain just shrunk from that question. There you have it. Never doubt what you love. I also don't like he keeps slamming the door of this windowless milk van. Yeah, what's in that van? Which is like a threat. It's like, yeah, get in the milk van. Was it in? Was it in? How was your? Is it in what? Was it in How Was Your Week when hmm. it was in when you had Harris Whittle? Harris? On. Yes. Yes. It was like, the, this is not a story that was even off air. This is in an no, episode. No, of, we left it in. Yeah. Of, of, of How Was Your Week when you were interviewing, you had Harris Whittles on as a guest, the late great Harris Whittles. And he was talking about how he was developing a show with Brian Baumgartner where he was like the guy who handled the luggage at the airport. The whole show like took place the, at an airport and Brian Bumgarner was like the star of it. Or he was, he was yeah. going to run the baggage thing. And you were just like, yeah, no one wants to see that. Like you <laughs> said, like, right to Harris. That was one of the great moments. <laughs> anyway, that campaign made me sick, but it also delighted me because it made me feel like dairy is just 
That's the death rattle. Yeah. Of dairy. Man, Harris, I miss Harris. What a he was he was a really funny, funny guy. Yeah. Sweet soul. Yeah, he was a good guy. He was a mensch. Let's play here's here I can play a clip now. So, so I'm in the middle of talking about Harris Whittles and he's our oh, dead friend. He's our dead friend. Oh, Scott's a now Brett, mark that. That's one against Skylar. That's one because against Skylar, Brett. When you're doing the spreadsheet. Which you will be doing, which will be checking your work. You'll be sure. And then it. we'll yep. invoice yeah. you. No, that's from fine. That's Skylar. Time. That is strike two, but uh it's not three this is not baseball, so there's not who said there's three strikes and you're out. And it could be bowling, in which case strikes means you're winning. Yeah, could be. So um, Samuel submitted uh, a clip called Jay Leno Plane. So Jay Leno was back in the news this month because of a little prank that he played on some of his friends involving a plane. Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. Who are his friends? You know, Paul Reiser. Uh, <laughs> my friends Paul Reiser and uh, Jerry Seinfeld and all the mm-hmm. rest. And Kevin Eubanks. Mr. Uh, Wrench. Stuttering John Melendez. Stuttering. <laughs> you think he inherited the whack pack? Beetle well, dude. he was the announcer of the Tonight Be- Show. Remember Beetle- when he was Beetle like, dude. the Tonight Show. Stuttering John, really? Yeah. He was the oh, announcer for no. years. All right. Here we go. Flying over the ocean off the coast of California. Is it a bird? Is it a white fluffy cloud? No. It's Jay Leno? What's happening now, The former host of The Tonight Show appeared to be hanging out midair and pretended to climb towards the cockpit. (laughs) It looks like a suicide attempt. This is unbelievable. Leno says the plane at Grumman Albatross was flying at miles per hour when he ventured outside to get a laugh from his buddies. Leno told the host of Spike's car radio it's it's Jay Leno literally hanging on the front of a plane, staring into the cockpit. The nose of a plane, the head, the whatever the hood of the car would yeah. be on a plane. He's like, and pretending to claw his way toward the window, right? As if he's. That was a wits. I don't even know what to say about any of this. Also, why is that woman taking so much time in between talking to just throw to video that has no audio? It's like she's giving these little entry points as if we're supposed to like record our responses to her in those things. Wow, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's taking little naps. Move over, Tom Cruise, clinging to an Airbus. Cruise himself, not a stuntman. In Mission Impossible, for Leno, it was Mission Impossible not to ham it up, trying to crack up his buddies by surprising them using a sort of secret hatch. Um, This is the weirdest video. One of the pilots uh, demonstrated the hatch up by the nose cone. Uh You don't need to be tethered in. They say it's safer than it looks. From the cockpit, you end up resembling... What is this video, I, I Skyler? This I, I I thought it would be fun if I did not pre-screen any of Brett's selections, mm-hmm. so this I could seems react. Seems like sure something well. like from like Jigsaw. Did Jigsaw send this in? We have listener <laughs> it, Jigsaw. It is from Jigsaw. Yeah, 
Wait, keep playing it. We didn't say we wanted you to stop. No, of course. I'm sorry. Can anybody see oh, what Jigsaw is up to these Wasn't days? Wasn't this a Twilight Zone episode? And then they're showing the when Shatner. When William Shatner, flying okay. through a storm, spotted a creature out on the wing. fly into the There were no flight attendants to call when Jay Leno popped up. I'll say this. Mm. Hit pause, please. If I was in that William Shatner thing, mm -hmm. I'm sitting in the seat. I look out. I see someone <laughs> on the wing. Mm -hmm. First thing I say to the flight attendant, go get me my magnets. <laughs> I put my magnets on. I'm going out there to take care of that thing. What are the magnets for? They keep me mounted to the wing of the plane so I don't go flying off. And you asked her for your magnets, meaning yeah. she has well, they're them in the, they're, they're in They're in the overhead compartment. Why can't you get them yourself? Because I'm sitting in the thing. I don't want to clog the aisle up. So you asked this poor flight attendant to my, go into the overhead bin. I'm and about to save all of our lives. Are you fine. kidding? <laughs> fine. You say, so get I, my magnets. And by the way, I think there's a balance bar in there, too. Yeah. They get leave that. Yeah. That's you were a little. You were, <laughs> you were a little slow on the like the beverage service. Yeah. After I kill that thing, then I'll reward myself <laughs> with a balance bar. How are you going to get through the window? Um, I guess I'll have to open that door and just go out and the well, the, the side thing, the door. The, I'll just say like, when I go out here, you shut that door behind me, <laughs> and then I go out on the wing and I tell everybody, everybody, shut your movies off. The real show is going to be out on the wing. So you get out of the door and then what? You magnet? Oh, because there's a little space between the door and the wing. You're going yeah, so to magnet your way all, over. The magnets, all, exactly. The magnets help me hang on to the plane till I can get to the wing, and then I get on the wing and I go, "Hey, ugly!" <laughs> and then that thing looks up. I go, "Ah, at least you know what you look like, you and piece then, of trash." And then what is it? Does it get so embarrassed that it jumps off the plane, or no, that's your that's plan A? Oh, okay. And then what do you fight. do? And I beat the crap out of it. You're going to have to make sure that you take the magnets off of your hands once you get on the wing. Because I imagine true. you need magnets on your hands and feet. But then if you take them off your hands, how are you going to get back in the plane? It's, these are the, these, I've said if, if this happened, if this did not happen, this is how I would handle it. I do need to make sure I have some sort of thing, the ability to like, I'm not just a sitting duck for this thing to just murder me out on the wing. Like, everybody watch the show. Is that the thing? And then everybody looks out and they see me get killed by the monster on the <laughs> wing. I, I can I take a, let me look at the monster again. Let me see what he looks like, if I'm afraid yeah. of him or not. He's it's like a cheap it's, gorilla. Suit. It's the, here we are. I think we're going to cut to it in a moment. Oh, no. No, okay. that's oh, there is, yeah. <laughs> here Although we I will There give it is. It. Yes. Oh, I wouldn't be afraid of that guy. He looks like a little Dr. Seuss kind of fuzzy, like, I'm not afraid of that guy. I'd probably do like a, a matrix spin kick and just like, like full 360 spin kick and would, uh, yeah. hit him. I would shave him. I punch him in the bread basket, right? <laughs> Shot to the bread, but just like that dumb cat gave me to the mouth when I saw the show. <laughs> I thought he gave you the paintbrush. He didn't give me the paintbrush. I just, when you fight these monsters, the way to get them, you show them their own blood, and then half of the time they <laughs> fold like a cheap lawn chair. 
<laughs> just wrap so them you're in not the mouth. even you're not gonna you're not even gonna try and push him off the wing no i'm gonna make him jump be gone oh or maybe i'll walk him right across the top of the plane right to the jay leno spot on the nose show the pilots how it's done yeah i have an idea for a horror movie or a What's disaster that? movie you know how there's two pilots like mm-hmm. in case one like gets hurt or like can't fly the plane. Yeah. <laughs> what if <laughs> What if neither of them know how to fly the plane? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, wait, I thought you knew how. Like <laughs> I can't believe we got this thing up. Like they're just like, I thought you knew what you're doing because we got the thing up. But guys like, I thought you knew what you're doing. I was following your lead. Yeah, I really thought it through. I just thought it would be. A f- I think it's amazing. It's a Two good idea, right? Like, are they both pretending to be pilots? Like they were both were doing a catch no, no, me if you I, can. Uh, maybe, maybe. I think it's. I just think it's like that's like the ultimate disaster. And then yeah. the flight and all the the flight crew like they're like everybody act calm, <laughs> <laughs> but neither the pilot nor the co-pilot know how to fly the plane. Yeah. Um, like the flight attendant just like says to the other flight attendant, don't freak out. Seriously, just let me say what's happening now. I just talked to the co-pilot. He doesn't know how to fly the plane. Well, that's okay. They have the, yeah. The other pilot doesn't know either. And no one asked the questions like, how did we get in the air in the first place? I mean, maybe it's easy to get in the air. Slingshot. Maybe JFK just uses slingshots now. The one guy was like, yeah, just pulled that thing back. And then the plane started going up. And then like we're up. I think it's a good idea. And Skylar, I know you don't come from money. I, but, but I'd like no. you to marry someone who does. Certainly, I'll look yeah. into I'll look into developing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, both this technology in order to sell the premise, and then the no, project. I just want your money. We'll deal with the rest in the writers' room. We'll deal with the rest in the writers' room. Yeah, well, we have another clips. clip. Oh, still look at. I'm ahead of the game. No, don't you, you dare you don't apologize. Don't you apologize. You're it just shows you're on our wavelength. But you're and from California. But Skyler, you're from California. I am from California. Yes. Okay. Born and raised. Yes, I'm from Orange County. Um, so that means your favorite bands are Red Hot Chili Peppers and Sublime. <laughs> well, yeah, mm-hmm. there are state bands. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you watch that Woodstock '99 documentary? I've not watched the Woodstock '99 no. documentary. It was really nice to see Flea's cock. <laughs> He'll show it to you. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I missed it. I hadn't seen it in like ten minutes. And that guy should be the this should be the state flag. Sorry, what Tom? Who do you root for? Do you have a Dodgers cap that you wear all over town? Oh, I'm 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 deeply just not. I'm not invested in sports. My mom okay. took us to a lot of Angels games when I was a kid. Okay. Because you're Orange County, so you get went to Angels games. Yeah, Anaheim. When it's time for when it's time for you to go to a fun amusement park, you go to Knott's Berry Farm. When I was growing up, now 
I, I go, I'll go to Six Flags because I live in LA okay. now. Sure. But but growing up, did you ever go to Not Scary Farm or was it too scary? I did go to Not Scary Farm. Not Scary Farm was fun. Was um, it, but was it? But you weren't too scared? I was not too scared. Did you take a ha- the haunted hayride? I, I've taken one haunted hayride. I did that more recently. I did that in my 20s okay. while I was okay. still in my 20s. Okay. That was like when I was like 24. No, so like that also a, was not a haunted scared. hayride. You get on the thing and they ride you around in the back of a truck and people like jump out on the side of the road or what? How does that work? The one I took was in a cornfield and they jumped out of corn. But but you're walking through the cornfield. No, I, I believe we were on a tractor. So you're, you're driving like, on a tractor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are and jumping then, out of cornfields. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's here's my that. idea of a haunted hayride <laughs> this is my idea of a haunted hayride you're on a hay truck a truck that has mm-hmm. hay in it right mm-hmm. yeah they're using benches you're going the... through uh yeah you're sitting on them you're using them as benches you're in the back of this truck you go through like a stable like an abandoned stable all of a sudden the hay is missing <laughs> you're like mm-hmm. Who ate all this hay? There's no, uh-huh. there's no living horses. Yeah. And then someone uh-huh. goes, there are ghost <laughs> horses. And then you freak out. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, yeah, it's a very cerebral hayride. It's more experiential. Well, you're going to feel gonna it in your nose. You'll feel it after the fact. You'll <laughs> feel it in your body when you realize all those ghost horses ate that hay. A hundred percent. Man. That was not my experience of the haunted hayride, but I, I have been okay. on one. I have been to Not Scary Farm. Uh, I've been to Universal Scary, the Universal Horror Nights. I think they're called. We yeah. can call mine a haunting hayride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it'll stay with you. Mm-hmm. And do you see just the undigested hay in the <laughs> air? Because these ghost horses ate it. Like, you can't see the ghost horse, but do you see just like the hay getting yeah. digested? Yeah. And then I think every once in a while we'll have some people hiding in the stables that throw like the cores of apples at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the end, like the stumps of carrots. I think the horses will eat those stumps. So, Charlie submitted the Clean Plate Club clip which is uh described as brian wansink a phd food scientist at cornell studied what percentage of food on a plate people eat on average and here is the answer he came up with okay let's check this out my meal my meal hey i'm dr brian wansink from the cornell food and brand lab we just did a study that shows if you serve it, you're gonna eat it. Basically, like Katie here, most Hold of us. Hold on a second. Wait, hit pause. <laughs> Doctor. Could you read the description on this ad? Because I feel very like assaulted by I don't know what I'm watching here. We see the description. So this guy, it's yeah. this one guy, he looks like he looks like, like he Boris looks Johnson. like Paul Bettany's. He looks like Paul Bettany's like loser brother. Right, like if he was like if Paul Bendy like had a cousin, he's like, yeah, Paul Bendy's my cousin. Right, like Snoopy's cousin Spike. Yeah. So this is from something called the Food and Brand Lab. Yes. And so what is this? This is a this is a okay. So this is a video like published by like a science department of something. Yes. Um, this is a very long description, but I'll just read the first paragraph and hopefully. It's clarifying. So 
If you're a member of the Clean Play Club, you eat pretty much everything you put on your plate, you're not alone. A new Cornell University study shows that the average adults eat 92% of whatever he or she puts on his or her plate. If you put it on your plate, it's going into your stomach, says Brian Wansink, PhD, author of the forthcoming book, Slim by Design, professor of marketing and director of the Cornell Food and Brand Lab. Okay, so this is like news, or this is kind of like a news clip. Yes, but it is from the Food and Brand Lab, so it also seems to be a little bit of like an academic kind of demands work. So, so there's there's a a a person sitting there with their plate of food, and this guy's sitting next to them, and they look so mad (laughs) as he's like talking about analyzing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, talk. Yeah, so let's hear more. With got this weird like dark dark side of the moon tie on. Yeah, he's got his pink Floyd tie. of what we put in our plate. So if anything causes you to overserve a little bit, whether it be the size of the plate, whether it be the ladle's too big, you're going to eat ladle. it. So just be really careful and realize <laughs> like that it's Like a Tim Robinson plate, character. It's going in your tummy. You're going to eat it. You're going to eat it. <laughs> and then there's a Doonesbury cartoon that we're looking at now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to say, what I'm interested in now, though, Skylar, if you could go back to that, please. Yes, of course. Skylar has a black theme, not like a white. Like when he looks at YouTube, the background isn't white. Mm -hmm. It's black. Oh, yes. I like the the mode. If you scroll through, can we Mm -hmm. see those things like you had go down a little bit on the other videos, please? Oh, the the things I've listened to. On the right. It's all just like. Music. World's fastest talking man sings Michael Jackson's bad. Can and we play it, that? And then there's a there's a roller coaster thing underneath. The yes. John Mashita, the fastest talking man. Yeah. Um. We let's find it out. It is Don Mashita, and that was the one reference that I ever cut out of. You know, here in the streets of Boston, I've had people obscure. come up to me left and right. Since- <laughs> Hold on, Skylar. Please pause Listen, that. I'm trying yes. to. I'm trying. No, to I know. I'm sorry. Relay a little tidbit. <laughs> About my career. So you're saying Tom, I'm difficult people. No, you cut you pi- out. Tom pitched a reference to Tom Mashita, mm-hmm. which was so funny, but I cut it because I was like, I needed to look up who that was. Mm-hmm. And therefore, if I needed to look up who it was, then it's too obscure. Sure. Even this though, says, yeah. This has 104 million views. No, I, was, I didn't say I was right. Video. I didn't say I was right. Oh, no, no. Here we go. You know, here in the streets of Boston, I've had people come up to me left and right since I've been here. Uh, usually they do something like, or, you know, aren't you that guy? And so, you know, everyone thinks they're being very clever, Emmy but in they the all background. do one of three things. Yeah, hold on a second. Also, he's wearing a graduation gown. This is the guy. He did these. He would do these micro machine commercials. He was the fastest talker, and it was like his big selling point. He's sitting here in the background. He's got a freaking Emmy. Emmy back there. Mm-hmm. I don't is know it Emmys. Is it his? Is claim to fame is that the Guinness Book lists him as the world's fastest talking man, more than 500 words per minute. But his most memorable moments have been on television in ads for Federal Express. And lately, Minute Rice. Slice the green peppers, use them with your Minute Rice from Avera, Pia, or Pilaf. Chop a chicken for Cacciatore. Slice the steak for Stroganoff. Plain, I personally prefer playing with the pat. Side dishes. At what point did you realize you had this gift? Well, when I was 12 years old, growing up on Long Island, there was a cerebral palsy fair a few blocks away from my house, and they announced that they would donate $2,000 to cerebral palsy for anyone that broke a Guinness record. So at first, I wanted to ride the roller coaster at Coney Island. So I called Coney Island, and they said, hey, kid, take a hike at 12 years old. We're not going to let you strap yourself into the cyclone for two weeks straight. So I went home. 
moment I started flipping through the book and decided I wasn't going to eat a car, swallow a pipe, so the next best thing was to lock myself in a room and teach myself how to do the fast talking. I also grew up in a Wait. family with five sisters, so to get a word in eight. He said, he said he was supposed to swallow a car. That was one of his options. He didn't want, he wanted to be in the Guinness book so badly that he was trying to figure figure out how to get in the Guinness book. So he decided he would be the world's fastest talker. I think he should have just gotten some, another bald dude and to get two motorcycles that could ride around next to each other. <laughs> like those two, like those two guys. In the, and they, they won that category was most motorcycle duo. <laughs> I tell you, you talk about wanting to fight. I would fight those two guys. <laughs> Why are you going to pick a fight with those? They seem peaceful. They come circling me and they're, they're not threatening. They're just going about their business. Why do you have to pick a fight with them? They seem like the most peaceful duo. Were they brothers or friends or lovers? Could be all three. <laughs> that was what they were in the Guinness book for. Yeah. Most, most things. <laughs> when those guys I'm overtaxing their... my computer trying to find this. Yeah. Story. Good. Well, close some tabs for God's sake. Close some non us related tabs. Yeah, could those the guys riding those two motorcycles or the two heavy fellas riding those motorcycles around? Or, Can't or believe dirt you want to whatever they were. You want to hurt those peaceful boys? Yeah, they are the McGuire twins. Nah, now I see them. I don't want to fight them. I don't want to fight on, them. Come on, they look like now nah, they look like fun they look guys. like sweet sorts. I'm not gonna. They, they, that's fine. They let Billy, them, let Billy, them and Benny. They're just going about their business. But on what, what, on what grounds did they end up in the Guinness Book? Because they both bought matching. I told dirt you, bikes? most most motorcycle twins. Most motorcycle. They were the they were the world's heaviest twins. Okay. Well, they clearly haven't seen my tits. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, oh I was looking god. to be in the Guinness Book of Records, and oh. I was trying to think of yeah. what I could do, and yeah. then I realized I have the biggest yeah. tits in the world. John Mashida, Julie Mashida. Mm-hmm. Keep daughter going. Let of me. John Mashida. What if we develop that as a thing? That's a good You're idea. You're the daughter of John Mashida. Daughter of daughter of Mish- yeah, Micro Mashida. About that. Edgewise, it was self-defense. Mashida is currently on tour in professorial attire promoting this spoof of academia. Four years of learning condensed into 10 minutes of listening. So, but it's a neat little thing. It comes with fold-out, a curriculum, a little pocket-sized diploma. Once you graduate, you get to keep that. And it's orientation, biology, psychology, philosophy, political science, Roman studies, physics, visual I got news for you, by the way. I got news for you. Even if you don't graduate, you get to keep that. <laughs> yeah. I want to beat this guy at this game now. Because he's You're a fast talker and he faster? does everything. He talks very fast and he does everything. He talks very fast. Because what I want to do is to talk very fast, and I want to tell you the thing. I do the best show, and I have the show I've been doing for a long time, and I do it now. I do it all through. Julie Klausner, Brett Bowman, so we've got scholars. Like, if I'm at that level trying it for the first time already, it's like, this guy's very beatable with that. What's that Emmy for? Let's, well, let's Julie, the Emmy is because he won an award. <laughs> yeah, John Mashita Emmy. Probably find out. It's I think Mishita it's Mashita with two T's. Two T's, not one T. It's two T's, not one T. Here we go. Is he still with us? Oh, he looks like shit. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's not. Look, I don't look so great since the beginning of pandemic either. But okay, so in that. In 1996, Mashita was honored by the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences for his contribution to outstanding commercials. What? That's not what Emmys are for. They're not for commercials. What was going on in the 80s? 
That's crazy, Tom. Did you know that? No, I had no idea you could get an Amex. And I like how he's got it right (laughs) over his shoulder. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, fine. You got your Remy. Let's start a campaign. Give John Machida Emmy back. Yeah. Yeah. Recall John. Hashtag recall Machida's Emmy. Because didn't Andrew Cuomo have to give away his, give back his Emmy? He did. (laughs) His Emmy should be seized. Yes, loses Emmy on same day. Yeah. They should not be giving Emmys to someone in a commercial. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's what the Clio Awards are for. Yeah, that's on them. Dummies. If we're giving commercials to Emmy, if we're giving Emmys to commercials, the what's up guys should be decorated. Yeah, what's up guys, Budweiser frogs. Flow from uh, from progressive. Mm -hmm. That's that's disgusting. The general was highly decorated by the U.S. military. Yes. What if the general was in a thing where he's like, I cannot sanction this war. It is an immoral war. Like, like the general takes a stand. On Vietnam, like yeah, after Vietnam. the fact. This is not an authorized conflict. Let's and do I will like not a, participate in it. Should do like a platoon with the general like an origin yeah. story for the general yeah the general i close my eyes sometimes some nights i close my eyes and i still feel like hear I'm the back screams of... i hear the screams <laughs> so next up we have axel then, rose wait, sorry skylar oh, we're I'm still sorry. riffing no no i'm sorry and then he's like you don't have to apologize okay he's like you never apologize skylar. never apologize he ask, can, for, can he, ask for a po- you you apologize. You don't apologize ask for, for apologizing. You don't ask for permission in this life, Skylar. You ask for a forgiveness. Wonder, you take what you want. Don't ask for forgiveness. That's apologizing. You're like you're like uh, uh, the 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 ACDC song "Problem Child." What you want, you take. What you don't, you break. Like that general thing that's like one eight hundred. Like doesn't he do that? Yeah. It's, if he could be like, if he's like, when I close my eyes, I can see Saigon. You never forget the smell of Agent Orange. <laughs> I like surf. Like, Charlie don't surf. Well. This is the end. My beautiful friend, the end. <laughs> so Katie submitted. Father, <laughs> I want to kill you. Father, <laughs> Wait, mother, mother, I want to. One eight hundred. He's like one eight hundred. The general. This is the end. (laughs) My friend. My only friend. The end. Oh, the general. The general. So Katie. Julie, Katie. uh, (laughs) What did Katie send us? What did Katie send us? 
Here's a fun game submitted by listener Katie. Can you figure out who Axl Rose is talking about in this clip? The answer is re- revealed at 54 seconds. Okay. Okay, here we go. I'd like to dedicate this next song to a man who likes to play games. To a man that lives his life playing games, premeditated games. A man who's so empty that that's all he can do is play fucking games. A man like Richards? A parasite. Wait. A man who makes, who lives his life on sucking off other people's life force and their energy. An old man who likes to live vicariously through young people and suck up all their life because he has none of his own. The Santa Claus? <laughs> I wanted to pause right okay, I like these, but Let's see if we can guess. Thank you. That guy from Jeopardy that, that kept winning that was like friends with Bean Dad? James, oh, Mike. James Holtzauer? No. No, uh, Ken Jennings. Yeah, it's Ken Jennings. That guy likes to play games. Want to play? Do your thing, Would Tom. Would you, where you like to play a game from War Games? Right. Uh, that is it. That guy. It's not the robot from War Games. Is it the robot from Rocky? Is it Yapoli's robot from Rocky? Let's see. <laughs> Who else has game? Like he's mad at. He said he's an old man. He's a he's parasite. Old man. He likes, he likes to, to suck games. off. He likes to suck off, and then he didn't say like. You know something dirty. The life but. force. He said the life force of. J- it could be Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. Could be could Jigsaw. Be Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Crip An keeper? old man. Um. Six Flags guy. <laughs> like Wilford Brimley or Ava Goda or like. I think it might of- be Wilford Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. So, let's think of some other old people. Grandpa Al Lewis. <laughs> Grandpa Al Lewis, George W. Bush, Dick Cheney. I bet you it's Dick Cheney. Well, what year was this? Because Axel Rose appears to be this, in his full regalia. It says 2006. Like, it was it says posted in 2006. Oh, wait, so that, oh, that is older than I. Okay. So he's but it might be than, earlier than that. But. Yeah, because he looks pretty good in that. No, not, you know what I mean. Like, Yeah, it's not Chinese democracy era. I want to do this song. Old man, take a look at my life. It might be Neil Young. He might be talking about Neil Young. Is it the guy who made all the spaghetti for that album cover? For spaghetti incident? Chef Boyardee. They talk about Chef Boyardee. Yeah. Should we find out? Yeah. Let's find out. Dedicate this song to a cheap punk named Warren Beatty. What? Oh, my God. What's his problem with Warren Beatty? I saw Bullworth, and it's not very good. What the heck I is I expected he... more from town and country. What's his beef with Beatty? <laughs> he loves Dick Tracy, and he didn't think the movie lived yeah. up. Oh, Annette Benning. Maybe he loved, you it. mean, wait, Skylar, you mean he loved the comic Dick yeah, Tracy? He was, and he, okay. yeah. he was like, original, yeah. He, he read, was like. This wasn't true to prune face. Exactly. This this wasn't true to prune face. This was yeah. Test true heart got a bad deal. He he hated he hated shampoo. He didn't like its politics. Shampoo is problematic. 
It is a baby. That's what he that, but that Axel doesn't like how problematic it is. Big problem I have with the movie Shampoo is it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's not great. It's, it's not, not a great, great movie. It's not great. It's it's as not that good on the nose as any like it's it's not a very subtle uh no, social no, no, satire. No. Not at all. I'm a Nixon supporter. But um, it's you know you're in trouble when J- when Jack Warden gave a more subtle uh performance <laughs> in mm-hmm. uh in in uh so fine the movie with the uh, the. Do you remember that movie? I don't know that movie. What movie so fine? It's a movie with uh, Ryan O'Neal where he sold they sold jeans that had the butt cut out of them. Stop it. Really? Hold on. Yeah. Let's. All right. Skylar, can you see if you can find the trailer for so fine? Looking. Yes. Here we are. No way. This is real. the approximate location of your husband oh my husband you got some set of hands i got some set of everything no my husband never comes home i'm a very unhappy woman you are help me you're sure he never comes home never it's him i knew it i knew it we should watch this movie on the show Oh, he splits his jeans when he crouches down, running away from his lover's partner. No way! This is just like you giving a reverse mohawk to. Like that there are nuns. So basically, it's a movie where Ryan O'Neill runs from Richard Keel because mm-hmm. he's he's in his house about to zap Richard Keel's wife. <clears throat> he runs and then he pants rip, and everybody mm-hmm. mistakes his ripped jeans. I guess he's as, wearing her, her jeans, like as the like new throw- as the new. Oh, that okay. So he puts her pants on instead of his, and they rip, and so everyone mistakes it as the height of fashion. And then it becomes a trend to have the jeans with the butt ripped out. This movie looks amazing. Yeah. We do have another clip. Uh, or one more clip. One more clip because I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Okay. Then the uh, bread. I'm getting thirsty. Time. For, it's almost time for me to. It's almost <laughs> time for me to eat my slop. Bread. Slop, bread what, flag. What color slop you having today? Gray. Gray. Green. Oh, gray green. That's the you like the gray green slop. When I'm hungry, I don't care what color the slop is. Sometimes when I don't like the cover, I just close my eyes and start sure. feeding. Any. I start feeding. Mm-hmm. So this right, is. So let's hear kid- about this next clip. Kid makes sparkling wine for dad, and it was submitted by Rob. Okay, Rob. Let's see if you got what it takes. Hi, it's Noah, and I just got this brilliant idea to make sparkling wine using a sorcery machine and this bouche de nouveau. By the way, don't worry. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's for my dad. I just got the idea. 
Um, you like the dad's <laughs> behind the camera, right? See, I didn't float all the way to the line because I don't know if it'll work and I don't want to Hold on. What's the kid's name again? What's the kid's this name? This kid is amazing. Noah. He's a, Noah. He's, he's like, he's like, Noah. no, he's like, no, make sure you say the camera is not for you. Uh, Noah! No, there's daddy's wine. Don't play with daddy's wine. You want the sparkling wine. Say it to the camera so people. I'll film you, but hurry up. Hurry up. There's only this much left. Wait, can you rewind it a little, Skylar? So it fills, you put the sparkling, put the wine in the the soda stream bottle. All the way to the line. I don't know if it'll work. Wait, go back more, Skylar. Sorry. Dad, I had an idea that what if I I was the person? It's not for me. It's not for me. It's for my dad. I just got the idea. Um. As you can see here, I didn't fill it all the way to the line because I don't know if it'll work and I don't want to waste the whole bottle. So he has it about a third full of water. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just no, going to no, here. Is that water? Or, no, if it's red, sort of I believe that's what, red wine, right? Oh, it was wine. So he's just mixing. He's just putting wine in the soda stream. So he's not cutting that at all. No, he's carbonating wine. Well, his dad is clearly holding so the camera. So he's mixing wines here? Okay. Okay, now Hurry up. we've all been waiting for. Where's my this wine? Kid's, this kid's cute. Yeah, this, I like this kid. I, like I wish... like two, two like rumble kind of songs, then it means you're done, so. Like it means your dad's on his way home. <laughs> I hope this is going to go all over the place. <laughs> this kid is. Wait, the dad's talking behind the, the camera. Explode. The kid's like, it's yeah, going to yeah, explode. This is going to go all over the place. Well, that's what happens when you fill a soda stream all the way to the top with anything, let alone wine. It's not water. No. That where is my where is my sparkling you wine? You owe daddy a bottle of wine. That's coming out of your allowance. Also, why does daddy need the wine to be bubbly? I need it bubbly. <laughs> it's for breakfast. If I have bubbly in the morning, it's like <laughs> the wine version of coffee. <laughs> do, you, do you think that they didn't put the dad off camera being like, fill it up more? More. Fill it more. No, no, it definitely was like, it's going to explode. Dad, I have an idea. What if I put wine in the soda stream? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Does <laughs> mean I get to drink some wine right now? Sure. Yeah, let's try it. I mean, the second he started carbonating that thing, you saw what was happening. With it. it was like a. It was like the, the, the bottle is clear, and you I know. see it went all the way to the top, and it looked like it was like pulsating. I know, which is why it shouldn't have been as 
funny when it did explode because you knew what it was coming, but it was still so funny. Yeah. I'm really interested in why things are funny, and I really like talking about it. Yeah, I really like to take a thing that I find funny and make it not funny by analyzing it. So, I guess I'll blow my brains out now. <laughs> Any word from Paul Walker Hauser? No, I have not. I've not received anything back from Paul Walter just yet. Well. We try. Well, it was nice knowing you, Skylar. This was fun, but I think we all know this is a, a one night stand. No, I'm saying I I get to be I, I like I like the cutting. Unless we jibs, hear back Skylar. from him. Unless we hear back from him by let's just give him a deadline. I just want Brett to realize. Brett. We're you we're one one Skylar away from you you uh being hit, pounding the pavement hat in hand redundant being redundant as they say yeah but now this this was fun Skylar, Skylar, you were it was outstanding a pleasure to meet you we hope that we didn't give you too much of the business that you couldn't handle it was great to meet you all too i think it was a very reasonable amount of the business um mm-hmm. I, i'll chop down the most aggressive sections it'll be great yeah i'm gonna need you to turn around a 25 minute cut of what we just did <laughs> scholar we're gonna need eight cuts of uh the episode today we're gonna and we're gonna need some 30 second uh pull out uh, some just some some, some kind of like some some clips we can just drop and then we want one where you're just having fun with it the way soderberg likes to just re-edit movies for fun yeah just have fun with this last one Go nuts with this last one. Yeah, we're not going to um, use it or even listen to it, but we'd love you to do that. <laughs> just, just a half. No, I, you, you were amazing. We appreciate you getting into the chair and filling in for our our buddy Brett, who our is, beloved Brett, Papa Brett, Papa Brett, with his blessing of a child, him and Amy. We we are happy for the both of you. Little podcast, the baby is is here and very exciting and uh and we'll be Skylar, back next week without skylar yeah, sadly yeah, without unless skylar what skylar how about this you're free to call in anytime you want i now have the yeah. link so i yeah i'll just yeah. break in i'll just uh, assume we, we can ch- you, well, we can change that link yeah, yeah. i want to change it we're Actually, totally changing Tom, let's make a let's make a this note of that it. just to, it's probably good to, to do, do list every, one like change the link no, thank you, Skylar, and thank you to everybody who listened. We'll be back next week, and please rate and review. And when we say tell your friends, we mean tweet about us, not your real friends. Yeah. We don't yeah. care about them. We want yeah. you to go online and tell your your stupid fake social media friends. Yeah, and and more of and them. God forbid you know someone who you know writes for magazines or newspapers. Tell them. Yeah. It's only the best show. Come on, guys. Please. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Thanks again, Skylar. Thank you, Skylar. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram 
at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.